0: I'll start this then off the way any David Foster Wallace, Infinite Jest podcast should start off. Have you tried the new Popeye's fried chicken sandwich? No. Okay. It's very good. People are going crazy for it. The Popeye's keeps selling out of it. I've also firmly, if if I leave this in, firmly fixed this in time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We want this to be evergreen. Right. So like anybody can connect to it. Yeah. Did you even
0: know there was a new Popeye's fried chicken? Okay. I paid too too much attention to to that. Well, you
1: found that article about Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A?
0: Yes. That was an outcome of the availability of the new Popeye's fried chicken sandwich.
1: Thank you for telling me because I didn't read the article. I read the headline. (laughs) And I figured that was...
0: I feel like that's a very modern... All the time, I'm like... So, I read an article the other day. Well, I read the tweet <laughs> and the the 17 characters of the article that fit into the tweet after the headline. So, I'm very well informed about the issues of the day.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes, like, the headlines are all you can take. You know what I mean? Right. Like, national news and whatnot.
0: So, we read... Pages ninety five to one sixty. It says one sixty eight, but I think one sixty eight ends like there's like three paragraphs left of the um thing. So I read to one six halfway through one sixty nine. Did you stop exactly at the bottom of one sixty
1: eight? I don't remember. I'm, I sure you, I'm sure you the read the last whatever that chapter was. Yeah, to I it. So
0: the dad talking to young Jim oh, in exactly Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I made a list once again, not even of like the content of anything, but just so for for the people, maybe maybe there's somebody reading, listening to this who didn't read it.
1: Is there are they available?
0: Not yet. These are not yet. We're <laughs> we're living in the future compared to the people who are listening to this podcast. Okay. I promise this okay. week I'm going to get these okay. out to the public.
1: So if they go to the website of
0: terrible Pictures. Terrible Photos, See? if they go to the website, TerriblePhotosOfPeopleILove.com. You can't even, or, you
1: don't you know, even know I'm, it. it'll be
0: available on, on uh, iTunes or all your favorite podcatchers.
1: Except Spotify.
0: Except Spotify, because they're their own service. There is now a cat attacking the table. All right, so. All right. If people are. Are fans. Fans of the podcast, but are not reading the book, I would like to just quickly illustrate both to ourselves and them how much we have read in this past section pages 95 to 168 so what is that that's like math is hard uh 70, 73 pages okay tennis teens talk wheelchair guys talk tennis teens talk mario almost gets kissed
1: wait wait, wait. you're talking about what we just read yes okay
0: then the wheelchair guys talk about boston there's a (laughs) yoga guru who licks the teams the tennis teams. we learn about him yours truly has a long section about drugs yes uh and trying to score drugs in boston hal talks to orin on the phone we learn about the establishment of the ennet rehab uh facility uh from a person the guy who doesn't use his first name we read an email about an insurance claim that has is a joke about a barrel hitting a guy. We read Hal's first essay on TV.
1: Oh my god. We
0: read an article by the disguised spy about somebody's artificial heart being stolen by a junkie in Boston.
1: By the we, previous junk.
0: One of the compatriots of the yours truly yeah. character. We read a long digression that is a muse, it's it's about the video why about video calls, in the in the world of the book. Yeah. But I have written it down as musings on FaceTime. The teen, the tennis teens are drug tested, and then James in Candenza, the father of Hal Oren and Mario, as a child, his his father monologues at him about tennis and Marlon Brando. Yeah. That all happens in seventy five pages.
1: <laughs> That's a lot.
0: That is a lot. I have a bunch of notes on a bunch of things.
1: I do not. I mean, I took notes, but I don't have any grand insights.
0: So last week, I said something about like giving him some slack on the whole... The name of it just flew out of my head, but the whole technical... The whole video system, um, giving him some slack about like that it didn't feel like he was going for like science fiction. It felt just like a set piece or whatever about in his literary novel, but in this section we get a bunch bunch more like he seems to really care about this actual video system and how it actually works and how it impacts the society
1: wait what part are you talking about the phone part
0: no yeah that there's a whole long section about just the evolution of video calls and how people used to use them but don't and and people used fake faces and fake tableaus and put things in front of the lens of their cameras yeah there's all that there's the notion that there's it, it keeps being mentioned especially in the education of the teens that like media studies is really important in this world. Is it? Yeah, that they all have opinion that the teens in one of the sections that's teen talk where the tennis teens stand around and talk, they quiz each other for some sort of test they're going to be having about like the technical specifications of this video system. Okay. And so he It feels like it's really important to this world, this video system and the entertainment and to the point where high schoolers would learn about it in school in a really technical way that I can't that feels totally imaginary I mean kids in our school do not learn if you don't go to a if you don't go to a media college you do not learn about like scan rates and and uh you know the resolutions of of how netflix Sends you videos across the internet.
1: But isn't coding kind of like learning the. <laughs> you just look so sad. <laughs> you look down. <laughs> I'm so sad about that okay. section. <laughs> okay, anyway, okay. yes. So are you still reading? No. You have notes. You're going over your notes Jump about in that part. Or
0: talk about that part. I mean, that's the idea of the note.
1: You know what? No, I can't remember.
0: Okay. So one of those media studies is we get to read Young Hal's paper on Hill Street Blues versus Hawaii 5 Yep. I'm not even... Was that relevant in 1995? Hill Street Blues still? as it relates I to... have...
1: I don't know. Like, I have no idea.
0: Obviously, these are... <laughs> what I'm expressing are critical thoughts. These things stood out to me because they... <laughs> I guess i want to be, be upfront and transparent like when i when i'm questioning you i'm questioning david foster wallace i didn't know if you know, know new kate but you stand in for david foster Wallace
1: okay. on this podcast. <laughs> stare daggers at me
0: it i don't know that just seems to it, it, it's, it's not just david foster wallace who does this that they're okay like sort of clarify
1: like, for me what your beef is with it because you were saying like before it's like lazy sci-fi
0: let's see i think there's a couple my beef with the technology of the of the video caster which i know i'm saying wrong the tp whatever um that is. or my beef with hill street blues versus no but,
1: like the telecaster like like you felt like it was it wasn't well thought out enough or that it was done casually i don't
0: yeah i i guess if i had to express what my beef with it is is that this book so far only 169 pages in i mean it's set in the future and that future it does not really feel like a real solid attempt to do a sci-fi exploration of the future but neither does it but then neither does it feel purely like he he spends enough attention to the details that it then sticks out to me the things he hasn't spent any time on on trying to flesh out about this future world Um, that, that in this future world still tennis exactly as it was in the 1990s is very important is at least important to our characters, and um, uh, uh, that Hill Street Blues is still important to our characters sometime in the you know, young Hal. Again, not having done the math of sponsored time versus the um, you know, the actual time, but Hal is writing this essay in the two, early 2000s, maybe you know, and would a kid these days? Would a kid from the early two thousands, so even ten years ago, know what Hill Street Blues was? Let alone Hawaii five O before the reboot?
1: Or is that just Hal's like precociousness of looking back and Yeah, maybe. Who know? I mean <laughs> we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> There's so much in this book that it
0: almost you know, some of those chapters... I mean, when you're when you're coming at it coming at it with an un, with a critical and unkind eye you start to wonder is this an essay that david foster wallace wrote in, in 1987 and he just pulled out and threw it in the book like and, and I don't know. oh
1: yeah oh here's my deep thoughts all right in the one section where they're in the viewing room talking to his mentees we no longer use the term indian style. We say crisscross applesauce.
0: Crisscross applesauce. So, out of all the the, the <laughs> ethnic terms for peoples of various races, that stood out to you?
1: Well, there's more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> there sure, are more. No, I don't even know. I'm just. I... There are numbers. This wasn't of pleasant to read. Like this wasn't fun. Like it, it. There were so many sections that were just so bloated. Like whatever piece of information or plot or whatever was this tiny little seed in this big long. Well, I guess when I'm, <laughs> I mean, like, is not the point? Like, I don't know. Like, did you feel that way? Yes. Okay. you uh-huh. <laughs> just not. I get no expression, so oh. I don't know what you're
0: thinking. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting for yeah. Uh, that 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 expresses exactly and precisely how I feel about this. Okay. That there were there's long sections. That don't seem to add anything, followed by a different, a completely different set of characters having a long discussion that doesn't really seem to add anything.
1: Okay, so um, that you're piecing together wasn't me. Yeah,
0: there's some parts where you're sort of piecing together the parts of a puzzle. Right.
1: But there's only, like, two pieces that fit together, and there's, like, 20 that are just standing alone. Yeah. And then... Like, I feel like all I want... Like, can I go through my complaints? Sure. (laughs) When the Marath was speaking to Steeply, I was just getting so tired of the references to Steeply's non-feminine ways. It's like, we get it. Yeah. Like, okay. Got it. Again, got it. You know, like, that just seems...
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying last week about... Like, it feels like super broad comedy. It feels like if you saw that, you know, if this was made into a movie, that he would be standing there in an ill-fitting dress, constantly shifting around and saying, like, oh, I'm so manly, and yet I am in this dress.
1: I'm thinking of, like, a genre, but I don't know what your comedy thinking.
0: Like... Like, sort of one of those British... Benny Hill. There you go. Feels like a Benny Hill sketch. Put a big, beefy man in a dress.
1: That's and hilarious.
0: As, as long as you play Yakety Sax, it is. I can't even read my writing.
1: That whole session, the whole session, the whole section with uh, yourself.
0: Oh, yours truly? Yours truly. The, the, drug, the, the drug addicts trying to score heroin and then getting poisoned.
1: That was like we talked about before. Like it, the the writing is
0: Right, writing troubling. in this dialect. I will say after railing on dialectical writing last week, it was actually like kind of like the only, well, it's one of the only sections where like there's a plot and something happens. Yeah. So that sort of carried me along of just, oh, they're, they have a, something's happening. And the one piece of, oh, there's the one phrase that yours truly says. Oh, uh, it was yours truly and see in Tony that crewed that day and everything like that. Like, this is one of the few characters who actually has, like, a speech pattern that sounds like a person. So many of the other people in this book all sound like each other. Yeah. They have, they all, there's p- bits of dialogue and it all could it all sounds the same. This was one of the only sections where there's somebody who has a real, like, way of speaking that could be, like, capturing the way a real person talks.
1: Yeah, that's uh, true.
0: But then it's still in this <sighs> dialect.
1: We found out that Hal's dad killed himself. Yes. I feel
0: like I read that in a footnote.
1: Really? Really? I mean, isn't it? I mean, I mean, yes, it's quite
0: possible. that We've been told this information several
1: times. And... <laughs> oh, there was a dumb end note fifty-five where Pomulus was talking about keeping himself from getting caught for selling urine, and he called it entrapment. And then the end note is like Howl's beef with his use of the word entrapment. I was like, Why do we need to know this? It might <laughs> just being short-sighted. And...
0: Yeah, there's so much of the rest of this where that sort of a side would just be in the text. Like, it's so long already. Why not put those two sentences in a parenthetical statement? In the, If you're going to leave it in, just leave it in the text. There's no reason it belongs in an endnote.
1: The problem. But you really can't take
0: it out. I'm sorry. I was going to say, cut it. <laughs> just cut it. It doesn't need to live in an endnote. We don't <laughs> need to know that. You really, if you're, just leave it in, except don't leave it in cut it.
1: The problem with doing a podcast is you can't hear my eyes rolling. Like, every time Fuzzy says something, and I <laughs> just, I'm like, yes! I don't know. But, I mean, I it's still early enough that I'm like, maybe that's just his intention.
0: To be... So his intention is to wear us down and...
1: because <laughs> us not want to read us this. us into a, a mode where
0: we... <laughs> And I say this, my eyes rolling, I say this even having performed like I've I've been a part of a, a Dada troupe. Where we've performed <laughs> deliberately nonsensical works to try to So get... you're not like prejudiced against it. I'm not prejudiced against the the notion of yeah, of challenging the experience. The experience. Having, you know, the audience have a challenging experience. And in I guess I'll say this in Dada the point, part of the point, is that there is no point behind that your mind looks for connections, and and part of the point of Dada is that there aren't connections behind it, and that's the challenge. That's the challenge of Dada is that the world is nonsensical, and your attempts to make sense out of disorder are doomed to fail. So if this is a giant Dada work. Well, if this is a giant Dada work, then he's leaving in too many connections. <laughs> problem is with his sci-fi it's not a good work of data because it makes too much sense but it doesn't make enough sense
1: we were... very long section about phones written very big because oh. <laughs> i was just so like okay i i wrote this
0: as facetime and snapchat filters he invented facetime and snapchat filters and then thought that nobody would use them because he thought they'd be physical but but the but, and, and the whole section's about how people got really stressed out by video calls because yeah. they cared about their appearance. Which is very interesting given that what we know from the real world is that people use video calls all the time and don't care about where they are <laughs> or what they're showing. I'm on the bus all the time with people who are on a FaceTime, but half the time they're pointing their camera at the floor. Really? Yeah, they'll be on a Facetime, and they're sort of they glance at the screen, and then they glance away, and there it's a phone call with slight added information. I mean, and I also I, do face. You know, know, when we do a Facetime, like with the nieces, nephews, or whatever, right? Like it's a it's a organized. Well, even that, like Erica will talk to her brother on Facetime, and they look at each other, and then they point at the wall, and then they you know. Somebody comes in the room and and the camera is pointing for a while at the, at the couch. And is that your not your experience of FaceTime?
1: You know, I'm not out as much as you are. I mean, is it just like free long distance? So people are like, I don't care about the video.
0: Oh yeah, probably because you're and it's not a phone call. It's using your data or whatever. For some people, it might be cheaper.
1: Oh, that reminds me. I had another idea about a companion for reading this. Okay. It's kind of like my idea for the app of giving you encouragement, but it's like a Advent calendar. Okay. And instead of days, it's, pages. Okay. So when you hit a page, you open the little window and you get something.
0: Okay. Like a like those German ones where you get a piece of chocolate?
1: Yeah, but it could be like it could even be like a phrase. I yeah. don't know. I don't
0: know. Oh, like you open a window and you get a definition of a word that you didn't know what it meant? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't oh, wait, know. Or you, open, you <laughs> open a little advent window and you get an extra chapter. <laughs>
1: You get another hundred pages. It's an end note. <laughs> it just says C note five thousand. Sounds like a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'd do it if I got chocolate. I guess I was thinking just like rewards, but then I can't remember my exact idea. But it seemed like there was more. I was like expanding on it because I really like struggled through some parts of the book.
0: So. Yeah. All right. So we still don't know what uh, this, there was no segue there. I just started talking. We still don't know what the O N A N is the it's, or, or the cat is drinking my water. Oh,
1: gross! You love it. Oh, I'm not going
0: to drink that water now.
1: You love it.
0: Which I guess is the or the O A O N A N is the cat was trying to eat a rubber band. The O N A N is, I guess, the an organization above over the Canada, the United States, and Mexico. It's we've sort of seen that that um acronym throughout this thing and it was like finally spelled out somewhere in this section um, it was? yeah and i but i can't even remember. it's something north american uh nations or something the Man, organization I of north american nations or something like that
1: not even register so one eighty-three.
0: wait not no, 153 so no this section doesn't say what it is but o-n-a-n heraldic ensign ensign, ensign? say that word i don't know a snarling full front eagle with a broom and can of disinfectant in one claw and a maple leaf in the other and wearing a sombrero and appearing to have half eaten a swatch of star-studded cloth and wearing a sombrero if the united states and canada and mexico were united in a single organization would mexico be represented by adding a sombrero to the american eagle that just is that is that is low humor. Mhm. I don't think that's a like sign of the times thing. That was low humor in
1: 1995. I mean, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. See so, you know, I didn't even pick up on that because I think I think I was like reading faster closer I got to the end. Mm. I was trying to like muscle, trying to muscle through. through. Real, real quick. Or yeah. Cuz I try and, yeah you know, I try and read a certain amount each day and if I skip a day I got like
0: cut. I don't want to skip over any notes you have, but my last note is about this big long section at the end of this reading. Okay. That is
1: also Spread read this so Spread read that section. Okay.
0: It's it's how it's the father of James in Cadenza. I'm shaking my head. Monologuing at him in the um, in the in the garage. James in Candenza's ten. His father is about to teach him tennis. And some of the other sections are, and even some of the dialectical stuff that I have problems with is like in people's heads. So there's like, it's, it's um, you know, people can have long, philosoph- especially in a, in a novel, people can have long philosophical digressions or whatever in their head, mm-hmm. right? We, we all think deep thoughts and a, a novel is a way to present that in an organized fashion. I was just trying to imagine someone actually saying all of this to a child. Yeah, you would. That person would be insane. You would lock that person up. Two pages into this, like the child would run away. <laughs> this is frightening. Just this, these Wait. pages and pages and pages of text.
1: Well, yes, I agree with you on that. That wasn't my. I didn't. <laughs> you had a different problem with it. I mean, I'm I'm trying to find the beginning. And it's taking a very long time.
0: Page 157. Yeah. like With the two pages about Marlon Brando. And how I mean, he handled
1: it's the- good at creating this claustrophobic atmosphere that gives you insight into how Jim was raised, right?
0: Yes. I will concede that.
1: <laughs> and it helps to, de- I mean, for me, it helps develop his character. Understanding of his character to be like, okay, he had this overbearing father forced him into tennis he was very awkward you know so you can kind of build out from that this section was entirely too long yeah i I mean i spread read it and i oh and my one question is did he ever reveal what his father said after he fell in the tennis match did
0: he yes because
1: i read it so fast and then i was like i don't want to like
0: yeah, he was he was in this tennis match. Uh, this is Hal's... No, so Jim's father, talking about the tennis match he was playing as a youth.
1: Hal's great... Grandfather.
0: So Hal's grandfather. And so he's t- saying that he was in um, in a tennis match against somebody he could have easily beat, um, and it was the one time his father had come to watch him. So Hal's great-grandfather. And that the only thing... That the father of his opponent was praising him i guess we don't know his name jim's father yeah. um and that he tripped and fell and i say he tripped and fell i think it's like half a page about whether it might have been spider guts or a palm frond <laughs> that he slipped on and and just wild looping back and forth between the two and his extreme disgust for both of them but that his father said yes but he'll never be great while he was falling, and then how that how that stuck with him uh,
1: yeah this is very I mean, long it was a very long section to listen to someone monologue
0: very long and that after all of that that the phrase that stuck with him was, was his was his own overbearing father saying yes but he'll never be great like that's that's the end of Act One in a three act movie where the plucky youngster shows everybody what he can do, you know that he's a hip hop dancer, and his father says, "Well, you'll never be great, and by the end of act by the by the end of the movie, he's really great, and his father wipes away a tear and says, "You know, I should never have doubted you I don't know after all of that this that the, that the stinging phrase was. Was that simple?
1: Well, I kind of disagree with you. Okay. Please do, David Foster Wallace. (laughs) I don't think his, Hal's grandfather's father, his great-grandfather, I don't think that the great-grandfather was overbearing. He was absent. Okay. So that makes sense of why he would be overbearing. Okay. Because he's compensating for what he didn't have. Sure. So I'm going to...
0: I will 100% concede that. Okay,
1: that's
0: it. Oh, but you don't disagree that it was a trite <laughs> s- statement for an absent father.
1: I didn't even... I didn't give it but that much thought. Yeah, well, it. I didn't know. It's yeah. so
0: tiny. We, lo- we There's half a page about whether he might have slipped on a on spider guts.
1: Yeah, I skimmed it looking for it, t- like twice, and was like, I'm not going to read this whole thing. <laughs> I just feel like... I can't...
0: I mean, the, just based on volume... What you really take away from this section is that Jim's father didn't like spiders. That's the that's the most important thing to take away from this. Just based on the number of words that he, that he oh he dedicates yeah that he dedicates to that notion.
1: Well, that there, here's a here's an art project. Okay. You take the text. Okay. Like take a chapter and then thinking out loud, you color code the sentences and if they have any plot points. Ooh. But everything else could have, be a different kind, you know, like if this is a description or whatever. Right, right, right. So then it turns into a graph of sorts. And
0: like Yeah, I'm really looking forward to when we're done with this writing the 200 word short story that
1: is the entire plot of the <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's like so often I'll read something and then it's like one line summary. Yeah. Like,
0: that's all you need. Ten. I have, Three different sections entitled Tennis Teens Talk.
1: <laughs> well, which I was
0: proud of that alliteration. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but what you do learn from that section is pledge can be used as sunscreen. I did. And did you Google
0: that to see if that's true? No. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, because you know that there's a mountain of things coming at you. So, like, why Google that? There's going to be like 10 other things you're going to.
0: It just seems so specific. I really, I do kind of want to know, did he just make that up? Or is that really a a, like an undercover, you know, tennis thing? Is he giving us, can we trust him? When he tells us
1: that's, these things that's about what I said tennis, last week.
0: right? He cares so much about tennis. Can we trust him when he tells us something like this?
1: We don't know. Should we Google it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally don't know if we should trust David Foster Wallace or not. Which I think we're just, like, this is going to be a very redundant thing. (laughs) Like, every week. At what point do we start to, like, revolt?
0: (laughs) Well, we've made it two in. Two weeks? Two, Two weeks in. Oh. We've made it two weeks in so the sounds okay. of fuzzy googling <laughs> this is the sounds of fuzzy googling can you use pledge as sunscreen all of the hits are about infinite chest and I just found this from 2006 from the straight dope message board the straight dope being the the column available in the Chicago reader and, and many other alt weeklies around the country of you know investigating facts uh in infinite chest lemon pledge is repeatedly mentioned as an excellent sunscreen does lemon pledge block UV rays has it ever been used as a sunscreen uh, and someone replies, the, uh, the MSDS, I think that's a like, safety acronym for a safety sheet. The MSDS for Lemon Pledge says this about skin contact. Skin flush with copious amounts of water. Call MD. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Don't put Lemon Pledge on your skin. I wonder how many people were injured after reading this book and using Lemon Pledge as a sunscreen.
1: Yeah, I kind of, it'd be interesting to talk to someone who read this book when it came out, because there were so many things that you couldn't fact check, Mm, right? Right. So if that changes the experience, like, you know. Yeah.
0: But again, to that trust, like, so if we can't trust him about Lemon Pledge, there was, when Jim's father is talking to him, I will say there was a section where he's talking about how Marlon Brando handled objects and then trying to relate that to being a tennis player. And there was a glimmer there of, I could see through that section what david foster wallace loved about playing tennis about how he felt like his body interacted with objects and was trying to convey that to us the reader like that felt real but if i can't trust him about lemon pledge can i trust him about his feelings about his own body while playing tennis
1: they feel like two different categories though you're
0: probably actually right i just don't want to like it
1: (laughs) i like something
0: and i don't want to like it yeah
1: You're like, oh, he's going to shit on this tip, whatever I'd enjoy. So, I mean, I guess what we also learned from the viewing, the teens talking tennis, Hal likes being a mentor, right? Hal
0: does reasonably like being a mentor. (laughs) We learned that. We sure learned that for sure.
1: (laughs) I was trying to think if there was more, like... Did it flesh out like who he is more like there's a lot of talk of him liking getting high, secretly getting high and how much he enjoys the secret part. Yes. Which could be something to help understand him.
0: And there's a lot of, I mean, obviously drug addiction is very important in this book. So he's not, I don't know that we would classify him as an addict from his behavior so far, but certainly he might be. We don't know. We don't know if he's ever tried to quit. I don't know how important that is in his life. Yeah. Is there anybody in this book who uses drugs who isn't? Well, I guess within the teens, it feels like there is a, a shade re- of... There recreational. There are just people who get yeah, recreationally drunk and recreationally
1: high. We learn... I guess for me, it was surprising that Mario was his older brother. Mm. He's the youngest.
0: Yeah, I guess I thought that... Yeah, I think I thought that Mario was younger. Because they describe
1: him physically, and he's small. And they describe him as not being able to do things. But I don't think I really understood that he was disabled in some way until this chapter like before i always thought like he's younger right but yeah then we sort
0: of learn that he's in some weird vest and yeah some physical disformi- deformities or something
1: and we learn more about pomulus pump Pemulus pem his his urine selling
0: oh the urine selling tennis team yeah yes i don't know how you say that name either uh pemulus
1: pemulus we learn a lot about him
0: i guess we learn a lot about his talking yeah, um, about his internal internal life his well. upbringing his yeah. backstory that he's not one of the better players
1: he's on scholarship and he's really more of a math nerd than a tennis player mm-hmm. who knows we'll is that, if that useless pays. knowledge or does it mean something will it
0: pay off pay i mean I guess things you know and I' not say that we keep saying pay, I keep saying payoff you you know of like are we learning things and I guess that's a very plot oriented way to think about things but yeah. Will it, is that just a character sketch? And are we ever going to come back to him and learn even more about his interior life? Or will that affect other people's interior lives? Or was it just a dashed off? This is what he's like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shrug. Who knows?
0: I found my favorite sentence. Oh. It's my favorite. I've been trying to find words that I didn't know that I'll and then note them as words that I like. My favorite sentence is on page 155. He is irruptent. What's With, Uh Like, emerging.
1: Oh, yeah! There were lots of words about how bursting forth. That wasn't the only one. There was another one that I also looked up and I was like, oh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that word, and it's also a very short sentence. <laughs> it is. Might be up there for the shortest sentences in the, in the book.
1: I didn't have a chance to, like, go back and, like pick out anything oh wait here's something i underlined i don't know why i underlined this we'll read it out what mario perceived as a sudden radical drop in the prevailing temperature was in fact the uss millicent Kent's sexual stimulation sucking tremendous quantities of ambient energy out of the air surrounding them i guess i like that go dfw
0: (laughs) you wrote a sentence
1: that kate liked steeply got Steeply got it lit. He was a large and soft man, some type of brutal US contact sport athlete. Now become fat. That was a good description.
0: <laughs> Two good sentences.
1: Oh, are you are you ready to wrap this up? No, no, no.
0: I'm wait I'm 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 at I'm at your mercy. That's not the right phrase there. I'm at your service. Don't want to miss any of these gems.
1: Was there another word? Or was it just no, word no. of
0: the That was my word. Word of the week. I think my word that I least liked was rudolent. Rudolent means red, shiny red. Just say shiny red.
1: I feel the same way. <laughs> like the the big words lose impact if they're just constantly being like, right? Like, yeah. There's no contract. It's like every time he's trying to describe something, it has to have ten dollar words. Yes. Making it rain.
0: You're making it rain with ten dollar words.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, DFW is here making it rain.
1: I think that's what people probably like about it. Making it (laughs)
0: precipitate.
1: Yeah. I think that's what people probably like about it. Like everything we hate about it, I bet that's what people like. Yes. Right?
0: I'm sure. Everything that, yes.
1: (laughs) So here's my question. There's
0: people out there, there's someone listening to this. Just every sentence we say going, the
1: opposite. At fuzzy. Add at fuzzy, at it fuzzy. Don't at me. Yeah, Who can at me. Not fuzzy.
0: Well, we have at least one fan already, even though these aren't posted yet.
1: Someone we're not married to.
0: It's someone that neither of us is married to. My brother is already reading the book in anticipation of um, uh, uh, listening to this, and he's he's reading it on a Kindle, and he reported the end notes crash the Kindle. <laughs> About fourth or fifth footnote he taps it and it just (laughs) crashes
1: my reaction to that information was nervousness
0: that he's that he's ready to listen that someone that you know is ready to listen
1: that someone might want to debate this
0: oh to debate this well you know my brother is not going to debate this
1: i don't know that
0: oh you're right, my brother's probably going to arrive at your house with a big post-it, you know, the, so many post-it notes sticking out of this book, out of his Kindle. So many post-it notes taped to his Kindle. <laughs> now, in episode four, please defend. <laughs> That's the good news. Because I haven't gotten these out yet, we're going to be racing so far ahead of our listeners. Nobody's going to be able to catch up, catch up to us.
1: Well, is that a good thing? Yeah
0: we're we're so far ahead they'll be saying like whoa excuse me i have a quibble with what you said about page 24 oh, oh, okay and we'll be like sorry we're on page 640 by now yeah yeah we don't have time to go back always forward never back so if they send an
1: email to the website
0: if they send an email to
1: the website
0: to the website podcast at terrible photos of people i
1: we probably wouldn't Address it. <laughs> you can
0: send an email to the address podcast at com, and we probably will not address it.
1: <laughs> we can guarantee. <laughs> we
0: I guarantee I'll glance at it.
1: You might get a shout out. Yeah. But you just have to wait for
0: it. Yeah, you have to wait for it. <laughs> Pre-taped call show.
1: Oh, I didn't like the fact that they mentioned raping.
0: Mm. As as a, just a casual...
1: Well, they were like, uh, I was going to rape this lady, but then I decided not to, you know.
0: Yeah, that seems inappropriate.
1: Sorry, that was totally random. Cut this into a place that's okay. Anything else? <sighs> Sorry. Um. No, I don't think so.
0: All right. For next week, we're going to read to page... Two hundred and forty-two. That's all. Just two hundred and forty-two. From one sixty-nine.
1: You know what? I don't even. Want... It stresses me out. I'm not even gonna.
0: Don't even think about it. Think about it. Don't even think about it. I'm that's gonna... why they. That's why the infinite summer, uh, reading schedule chops it into half week.
1: That's still not. That's still too much. Not easily. I mean, at least for me. I mean, some people. I guess if you're like a really fast, intense reader.
0: No, I read like forty pages this morning over breakfast because I had put it off.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this morning, I sat down and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna have no time. I have to like come home right after work to set up the microphones to record this podcast. So I need to do this now." So I <laughs> just sat down, got up, got some coffee,
1: crammed before the test. Yeah,
0: you read forty pages. Wow. So I'm super fresh on this. I,
1: I how can you read that many and
0: absorb? Well, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure our listeners listeners will tell us that that's well, that's why I didn't like it is because I read it too fast. Because you have to read it in the afternoon or something. That's just been that's my been my experience of trying to tell people in the modern culture that you don't like something. That any detail you give about why you don't like something, they will turn against you. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like what? Uh, my very common experience is uh, someone says, "Oh, here's a television show that I enjoy." And you say, "Oh, yeah, I watched the first three episodes of that," and they go, "Oh, no, you have to watch at least four episodes. The fourth episode is when it gets good." <laughs> and then you say, "Oh, well, I, you know, oh, I, I watched, I watched some of that on Netflix or whatever." And they go, "Oh, you know, Netflix ruins it. You, you have to watch it on Hulu because the commercials are important." I don't know. Oh. This, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but this here. is this oh, is you know Sorry. whatever you say to people that you didn't like something they like they're like oh well you just haven't experienced it right i mean it's the classic it's the classic people who don't like chocolate and people are like uh have you tried good chocolate or
1: like if you don't like dogs and they say oh you just haven't met the right
0: dog right
1: i was all prepared to be like oh fuck those people but then i realized oh yeah
0: (laughs) i mean how can you not like dogs
1: some people don't
0: do you like dogs i do oh me too so we're smart, good people, so everybody should like dogs <laughs> and chocolate and this book. You're rolling your eyes so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst. I have a lot of facial expressions. So. Uh, where I have none. So yeah. we really balance each other out. <laughs> I brought it up to someone today and they said, oh, my husband likes that book. I've never read it. And I was like, oh. And I guess I'm. it's sort of going back to like our biases going into this, like the type of people who like this book are, and I'm wondering if this is going to be like a dividing, like if someone like, could this predict whether or not you could get along with somebody? Oh. Like if you like this book, we are, and I don't, is that just like a, a incompatible? Like we just would never see eye to eye. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. That's a great question. We should find out. Can't wait to find out if we know anybody who loves this book. That would, I I'm guess, prove sure. that if we found out that people we do get along with really like
1: this book. But it could be someone where you're like, yeah, I like them. Mm. But I totally get what I like.
0: <laughs> So if you like <laughs> this book and you're friends with us, like, maybe <laughs> be careful about letting
1: us know you like this book. <laughs> or I, I guess I'm too judgmental, maybe. Oh, eh, I guess you've learned something about us. I feel like we need a more formal wrap-up.
0: Oh, I'll put a, uh, put a yeah, so uh, subscribe, like, <laughs> and subscribe, like and subscribe, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> or Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, not do, do not send us email at podcast at terriblephotosofpeopleilove.com. Uh, you can get all the latest episodes at terriblephotosofpeopleilove.com. Uh, our theme music is by Noah Jennings, and uh, see you next week through page 242.